He's it's not. Just, it's just funny. Calling, I'm the old lady. I figured it out. Come on. Okay. On right now. Sarah, are you ready? Yep. I'm good to go. All right. Sarah Press is ready. Unlike Rob. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, give it up for Sarah Press. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm again Sarah Press. I'm based in Chicago, where we're also in quarantine. And for me, like, you know, it's not going great. It's very boring trying to, you know, live life the way I did before, doing comedy or drink minimum. That's helping me have some of a normal routine. <laughs> My husband, though, he's honestly thriving under quarantine. This is like his first opportunity to really live his best life. He's like, ah. Oh, Sorry, Sarah, I'd really love to get dinner in a movie with you, but, ah, uh, you know, quarantine. I'm just going to play Path of Exile all night, every night, with every single man that I've ever known. <laughs> uh, and it really is, like, every single man he's ever known. Like, I'm not trying to be a sexist or anything. Like, I know that women also play video games, but my God, does it get frustrating from time to time. Like, I'm not saying that I want him to get coronavirus, <laughs> but like if he got like a bad cold or like bumped his knee or just something so he could be a little bit less cheerful all the time, like, I don't know. I would not hate it. So uh, I'm Jewish. Uh, my husband is not. He was raised Catholic. And that's intentional. Like that's by design. Um, Jewish men by and large are not really fond of the Jewish women. They find us annoying, abrasive, aggressive, all true, like 100% accurate every time. Luckily, Catholic guys, you know, they're really tough. Like, if you can survive Catholic school, you can survive anything. <laughs> Plus, there's, you know, the guilt thing. Like, Catholic guys love guilt, but Catholic guilt is very depressing. It's all you're sinning, you're sinning, you're sinning. There's really nowhere to go with that. Jewish guilt, by contrast, is super motivating. We say work harder, you get a better job. We say study harder, you get into a better school. We say complain harder, you get more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not perfect, but compared to a thousand Hail Marys, it's better. Okay. There's a lot of Jewish people in comedy. I don't know if any of you guys have ever realized that. <laughs> If you haven't realized that, it's probably a good thing because it means you're not Jewish, and yeah, that's fine. There's no great thing there. But you're definitely not a Nazi. Nazis, they love paying attention to stuff like that. But they're a little inconsistent. Too many Jewish billionaires? Massive conspiracy! Too many Jewish comedians? Eh, they let it slide. <laughs> In part, I'm pretty sure, because they have, like, no other option. There are zero funny Nazi comedians. It's actually, it's actually really sad. I mean, who are they going to like? Roseanne? <laughs> no, not even Roseanne. She, Nazis, is also actually Jewish. So anti-Semitism, you know, it's bad, right? Obviously very bad. I am opposed. But it is kind of interesting, and that's probably the only ism that's both terrifying, but also, you know, like... A little bit flattering because when nazis be nazi they're all like ah the jews have all the power the jews have all the money who runs the world question mark jews exclamation point that's like all right well 
least I have something to look forward to. Now, Eric and I, we're a very model, modern couple. He does the cooking and the cleaning and the taking out of the garbage. And I do, you know, nothing. Hashtag feminism. <laughs> I feel like we've had 2,000 years of oppressions, lady, and now it's payback time. Eric and I, we also, we love Netflix. You know, we're, very, we're not even chill. We're very focused. <laughs> Why, thank you, April. <laughs> and, you know, Eric is a wonderful father to our two kittens, Macaroni and Bebe. They're classic kittens, very cute, very evil. <laughs> we, we're double income, two cats. We have no kids. Um, I think we'll have kids eventually. I hear it's sort of a good investment, at least once you hit middle age. But like, I do worry a little bit. What if you get, you know, like a dud, like a really garbage kid? Like, what do you do? You can't return them. You can't evade them. It's like 18 years, sort of a sunken cost. So until I get over that, I'm sticking with the cats. Um, my favorite thing about Eric has to be his beard. Guys look better with beards like 99.9% .9 of the time. If you have a beard, keep it off. If someone tells you to not to get rid of your beard, 99%, not 100%, Gary, not 100. Um, if someone says you should get rid of your beard, cut them out of your life. They're definitely just trying to ruin it. It's funny though how saying you look good with a beard is kind of a compliment, but kind of not, given it's, you know, hiding half of your face. Like, I feel like if you told Zoro he looked better with the mask, he would probably take it poorly, and that's a little bit similar with the beards. But I kind of, I've dealt with the same thing, so, you know, don't worry. Um, I did kind of recently get married, and everyone at my wedding was like, you look gorgeous. You look amazing. I have never seen you look better in your entire life. At some point, it's like, guys, guys, it's called makeup. <laughs> if you want to compliment me, this, you know, is my face. <laughs> but all in all, I like the way I look, you know, not too hot, not too cold, face for comedy. <laughs> the thing I probably like the least is my weight. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's ridiculous. Other things about her are way worse, but let me explain. <laughs> the challenge is that I have, like, really thin arms, not toned, but thin and sort of thin face and so when i gain weight it goes entirely to my stomach as a result i don't look thin i don't look thick i look pregnant and the reason i know this is that people that i do not know tell me that i am pregnant <laughs> and this happens a lot um i've gotten people who got up and gave me their seat on the train nice I've also had bartenders question me before they're willing to serve. And that's, <laughs> you know, like, they think that I'm the kind of mother that would poison my unborn imaginary child. Like, no, absolutely not. Fullborn actual child, possibly, but my imaginary fetus, like, that's, that's just mm -hmm. The worst time it's happened in recent memory is um, I was on the first floor of a building, and this doorman was showing me where the bathroom was. So we're walking and we're walking and he turns to me and he says, so when are you due? So when are you due? I forgot. Like, I can't tell him I'm not pregnant. It's so specific. And so like, I'm trying to figure out how pregnant I look and how many months would be left and what month <laughs> it would therefore entail. Like, imagine having the worst moment in your life and somebody bops in and also throws in a math problem. 
<laughs> and so I'm going to leave you guys with that bit of advice. If you're a doorman or a train rider or really anybody, do not tell someone that they are pregnant unless you are 1,000% sure that they are pregnant. And even if you are, do not do that because you're a stranger. And uh, all right. Cool. Thank you, guys. Right. So uh, Rob was supposed to be next, but uh, he, apparently he needs some time to write his jokes <laughs> <laughs> on deck is april april hershman is that is that right, um, is that right? okay and next and right now we have natasha collier collier this is exactly like it's spelled uh oh, okay, cool. I, <laughs> um what's up what's up guys uh i uh turned 22 a few months ago it's been it's been a wild run sometimes i get introduced to, uh at these things as a millennial and i'm actually not a millennial like technically i'm part of the next generation which is also the last generation probably <laughs> generation z baby we're not gonna make it People are saying people are saying coronavirus is the biggest thing since 9/11, right? Uh, which I think is true, and that's crazy for me because my generation does not remember 9/11. Most of us were not even born yet. Uh, before this, the closest we got to 9/11 was when Kanye took the mic from Taylor Swift at the VMAs. <laughs> you guys remember where you were? You guys were watching TV. You looked up at your mom, probably. You were like. So do we still go to school? Like, what does this mean <laughs> for our country? <laughs> people don't even realize there's a new generation. All, older people spent so much time shitting all over millennials that they forgot to check up on their fucking kids. And now we're eating Tide Pods and we're pranking our pets on TikTok. And a global <laughs> pandemic was declared. And then 10,000 20-year-olds got together to do whippets on the beach. We're not exactly survivors, uh, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but I've learned a lot about myself since I was a kid four years ago. Uh, I'm basically at that age now where my tits can support themselves on their own, but I can't. So <laughs> I'm at. I just went from being a kid to being a kid who owes a lot of people money. And I don't know <laughs> when that happened. I don't know. My generation has some winners. We got, we got Greta Thun Thunberg, Malala. There's that kid who built a clock for a science project that people thought was a bomb. <laughs> Zendaya, yeah, we're we're doing okay. Everyone's everyone thinks that the next generation is gonna be the one to save us, and then we grow up and they're like, oh no, not you guys. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I had to be told about 9/11. Do you guys know what that's like? I, I had my my dad was the one who told me about 9/11. He sat me down and he told me he was like Natasha. Uh, Steel melts at 3,500 degrees, and jet fuel can only burn up to 1,800 degrees. So you do the math. And then he left. And <laughs> like when you're a kid, you don't realize certain things about your parents. Like I didn't know my dad was a conspiracy theorist. Like I thought everyone got these bad bedtime stories, right? Uh, so little me just internalized that all and just took to the playground. And because kids love conspiracy theories, like like because we all knew that kid on the playground who was going around like, you know, I heard Santa Claus isn't real. It's just, just your parents. And I'd be behind him like, you think that's crazy? That drinking fountain 
is making us gay. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> Your priorities straight. Um, let's see. Uh, my uh, my 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 dad's white. Obviously, I don't know if you figured that out, but uh, and my mom. <laughs> My mom is Vietnamese. She grew up in Vietnam. Uh, she's, she's from there. Uh, and sometimes, so sometimes I have a hard time relating to her as an immigrant mother. She tries, though. Uh, April Fool's is coming up, which means now I get to look forward to the yearly prank she plays on me where she calls me and tells me that my dog is dead. That is <laughs> the humor of someone with a childhood ravaged by war. And I don't have the heart to tell her if that's not a good joke. Uh, <laughs> she's a. Uh, but Asian moms are always disappo disappointed in their kids. It's a tale as old as time. Uh, but with me, at least she has something to blame, right? Like, I'm diluted. Of course, I sucked at the <laughs> piano. Uh, <laughs> but I know she loves me. Cause like, but sometimes I get, like, sometimes I get, I catch her looking at me the same way that she looks at a bowl of instant pho. You know, she's like, this isn't authentic. You can just send that <laughs> back. Um, I think that's my four minutes. So uh, thank you uh, for the time. Uh, we're doing five. Ooh. Oh, we're doing five. Oh, I get one more. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Let's see. I am. I uh, have a boyfriend. Uh, he's great. Met him. Met him on Tinder. Uh, did it. I set my Tinder distance oh. preferences to one mile because I shop local. And I got my. <laughs> Tinder boyfriend. And uh, finding a boyfriend on Tinder is a lot like winning $8 on a lottery scratch-off ticket, right? Because it's like, it's technically a win, but look around, you're in a gas station parking lot. <laughs> but uh, that's the best part about uh, having a Tinder boyfriend is the low expectations. Like, I got him off of Tinder. Anything he does is impressive. Like, he was in my phone one day, and then he now he's here, and he's buying me steak, and it's great. It doesn't take much. Like, I'm just happy he didn't murder me and make my skin into a t-shirt or something. <laughs> and, uh, and he's just happy I'm not fat. It's great. I lived up to my pictures. <laughs> and I haven't robbed him yet. Uh, he could take a shit on my rug tomorrow, and I'd still be like, that's pretty good for a rescue, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my time. Now that's five right. minutes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really glad you brought up uh, millennials during this time because, like, like, one thing I'm thinking about is, like, this whole coronavirus situation brings us a lot closer to other people around the world, but it also brings you closer to, like, people in movies, right? <laughs> so, like, you realize, like, you know, for every one Will Smith trying to save the world from viruses, there are also about a mil. There might be a million other like millennials just making TikToks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Like while Godzilla is burning the planet, they're like spring breakers. They're like, okay, dude, I understand it's dangerous, but like, you know, I paid a lot of money for this trip, man. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. So I said April, you were on deck. No, April, you were on deck before, so you're on now. Rob, you're on deck. Are you, are you? Okay, good, fantastic. So give it up for April Hirschman now. Hey, everybody. Woo! Just wanna say that I am the recent author of this self-help book, Best Breakup Ever. If anyone is going through a pandemic and a breakup, my God, <laughs> let me help. <laughs> if this book is on Amazon. I, I would also like to point out that I am in a legit comedy club. I'm not in my home. Do you guys see that that there's a brick wall there? <laughs> I want to give you a little context. Whoa, that wasn't my closet. Okay. Um, 
So anyone feel like it's a really bad time to be a slut? Oh, thank Ask you. Ask him for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been turned down like a lot um, for phone sex lately. Um, so yeah, see me after <laughs> if anyone's interested. I'm bisexual, <laughs> so I'm sure that <laughs> we can make this happen. Um, so yeah, germaphobes, um, hug haters, isolationists, it's your time to shine. This is like Revenge of the Nerds Part 4. That franchise <laughs> stopped in 1992, but I think that we're ready for Part 4. Um, so yeah, my show tonight is called Pandemic Makeover. Um, my hair went from uh, gold to silver because I can't get it done, and um, my, my house is like sleeping with the enemy clean. Most of mm -hmm. you are too young to get that reference, but... Um, <laughs> I could take you on like a Blair Witch style shaky cam view around my house. Oh, I mean, this comedy studio I'm in. Um, but I won't, I'm gonna spare you from that. But like, I've even vacuumed, which is usually a yearly event. It was mostly glitter, so. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, um, I have a lot of time on my hands, but I keep washing it off. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, keeping it highbrow. Um, definitely seeing some people on this that I want to have phone sex with. Um, so, no, focus. <laughs> not a dating event. Um, what else? So, yeah, I spend most of my days just like picking up the vapes for my dad at the dispensary and delivering them to him. And you know, I put the bag down and I'm, you know, six feet away. Um, between that and yoga, masturbating, grocery shopping. The day is gone already. <laughs> so, this is major socializing for me. Thank you, um, Jason, everyone, Pam, I love you all. Um, not in a creepy, in a kind of a creepy way, actually. Um, so yeah. what else? Uh, yeah, so sex and corona, that's always a fun subject. Um, yeah, my Tinder experiences. Yeah, I, I did dip my toe back into the tepid, putrid waters of Tinder. Um, I mean, it's always been a place for lonely, desperate, inept, social, ineptly social masturbators. <laughs> I've been on it for years. <laughs> a full brag. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's funny out there. So, so one woman wrote, um, out of office reply, I'm looking forward to hugging and kissing you and this is all over. <laughs> Another person wrote, I'm on a guy. He's like, I'm on quarantine for two weeks. Who wants to join me for cuddling? You know, it never hurts to ask, right? I just, men are just such good negotiators, you know? <laughs> Maybe someone wants to get in his quarantine bed with him. We don't know until we try. Um, so let's talk about my metrics for choosing a partner. It used to be, um, I'd, I'd, I'd land a date with a man or a woman and I'd be like, Okay, listening to the whole story. Oh, you're a Capricorn. You have an uncle in Utah. You have four brothers. I'm not listening to any of this. All I'm thinking is, is this the face I want between my legs? Chins don't matter, guys. <laughs> a bearded lady? Yeah. A bronze butt chin? Bring it. Chins don't matter. Coronavirus mask? It's all fine. Um, <laughs> and if the great thing about Tinder is, like, you can just put the phone between your legs and... I taught my clit to swipe right. <laughs> so now my metrics are different. Now I'm swiping for solvency. Anyone a plumber? 
Do you manage at a grocery store? Do you have stuff in Corral? Do you own Corral? Are you Eric Yuan who owns Zoom? I'm interested. I'm available. <laughs> I'm interested and available. So um, what else? Uh, conspiracy theories. People are into conspiracy theories. This is your time to shine also. Um, I love the men that are just like, if this shakes down, I'm going to get in my Hummer with my dogs and my gun and I'm coming for you. And I'm like, cool, cool. Okay. If this shakes down. So like, what would be my experience? If this shakes down, I'm getting in my Mazda 2 that my sister gave me with my lavender spray and a borrowed cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing what exactly? I don't know. Finding Thelma. I guess I'll just like behind, be behind the 10 guys in their Hummers, you know, because they'll be like cocked to the side with their guns and I'll be like cocked to the side with my lavender spray, just kind of. I haven't been timing myself. How am I doing? You, I, I, I did the minute thing like maybe 20 seconds ago. So we're done. Okay. No, you, you have like, you have like 40 seconds. Okay. Okay. 40 seconds. I'll take it. Um. So yeah, some songs that are coming back into play that people forgot about from a distance, Bette Midler, um, even going back further into archives, Huey Lewis, Stuck With You, always a pretty bad love song, but maybe relevant now. Um, so uh, what else? yeah, shelter in place. I feel like that's a really weird phrase. It sounds like it's a bad translation of like a Swedish sci-fi porn. Were they trying to say, sharding in space maybe okay i think i'll leave it on that note sharding <laughs> in space ladies and gentlemen <laughs> that's what i'm talking about it's better than chuck berry porn oh yeah <laughs> um, so wait at one point you said there are a lot of people here that you can see having phone sex with does it matter what someone looks like or does it matter what someone sounds like when it comes make to Make a good point. I'm also interested in video sex, so. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So the face does <laughs> I'm here for it. Got, Got it. Hey, Matthew Quirk. Yeah. What goes on? Do you want it? You want a spot? Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> Pam wants a spot good. too. Don't forget about Pam. I'm Pam wants a spot. Don't forget Matt about me. Okay, sorry, Matthew. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Pam signed up first. Matt, you want a spot? Does anybody else want a spot? No, take I have, it. like, one more spot. All right. All right, good. All right, good. We're, 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 we're good. All right, so on deck is Audrey Hebert. Is it Hebert? Is it? Am I, is oh, right? um. It's Hebert, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's technically like Hebert or some French shit. So like, I it doesn't really matter at this point. All right, Audrey doesn't really matter. That's, <laughs> that's the name we're going with. <laughs> uh, but on next is Robert Hudson. Is my mic working? Your mic's working. Yeah. All right. I so hope you wrote me. your jokes, you bastard. <laughs> I was I know I was just gonna copy and paste them. Hey. At first, <laughs> this is so crazy. I feel like this is the strangest way to do comedy. This is my first time doing this. Uh, all right, so I just start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're bombing. <laughs> okay, at first I was like, four weeks inside, no biggie. 
you know, everyone's got internet. It's kind of weird. Like this is the only way the, the comedy community can, can kind of do this. But, you know, as long as we can, you know, play video games, watch Netflix, we'll be okay. And uh, I'm noticing every single day, like I'll log on to Facebook or something. And the first thing I'll see is, oh, you know, the government just created the quarantine to keep us all inside so that they can change the batteries on the birds. And losing it, losing it as a society right now. Where's my camera? Okay. These these are not. Are you hearing me? These aren't connected. I don't. Andrew's think. doing way better than you right now. I'm sorry. Can you can you hear me still like this? Yeah. Yeah. You're killing right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no one. All right. I feel like this is good though. I'm glad Jason did something like this because I feel like uh, I feel like Zoom open mics actually translate because you just need to say your jokes, you know, whatever you want to practice. You're not really expecting, uh, you know, laughs. Cause I feel like a lot of people uh, like Jordan <laughs> that are running Zoom <laughs> comedy shows, it's difficult to try to gauge how well your, your joke is at a show because you can't just hear an entire audience laugh. Um, you know, like if everyone in here, I've seen it already happen a couple times, laughs at someone's joke. It's not just like, 15 laughs simultaneously it's just a half a second of everyone's laugh like taking over everyone's spot in the active speaker channel at once and then you can't even see the people because they're just like flickering like one after another um all right that's my zoom material <laughs> actually no i got one more so i feel like zoom meetings even for work it's kind of like this is how people you know judge you now just what's in the background like i can see some people that i don't recognize and i'm like oh man they got cool shit in their background and i got i got nothing mm -hmm. um and then so you'll you'll be on a meeting with people and then like a week later they'll have like some new cool thing behind them so <laughs> like they have money they'll be like oh what's up guys yeah how are those reports doing and they're like oh this <laughs> nintendo switch yeah this is I play Animal Crossing on this, and uh, every week, like someone like adds new shit to their background to show how cool they are in Zoom. And then you look at like Matthew set up. You're like, oh man, all right. At least I'm I'm in a building. I'm in a building. <laughs> but actually, that is man. How do you get? How do you get that set? That is like the cleanest car like zoom stuff i've ever seen in my life it's better than most people's apartments uh, don't steal my material okay fair enough fair enough <laughs> at uh at costco i think it's funny because when you're going shopping i think at any grocery store they have to limit the number of people inside the facility so they they have you go in as groups but when you're waiting outside in line they have tape like from the doorway where they put a strip of tape down and then six feet later, they'll put another strip and they just like keep putting tape down uh, every six feet. Wait there for like 15, 20 minutes at the front's like, I, everyone go in and you just see the line condense to where everyone is clearly like just a foot apart from each other as you walk in 
to Costco to to get whatever you you know want to get. Um, so it's like, what's the point of that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then it's also funny because then when you're when you're inside, like yeah, you you like stay condensed. But then when everyone's shopping, they they look at every you know once you're in an aisle, someone has to get behind you or past you to look at something that's on the other side of you or maybe you're getting like an item like near someone else's item so people just stand and look at each other and you're kind of like eh, okay like we we're recognizing that we don't want to be next to each other but as long as we recognize we'll be okay uh but it's like six feet that's a long distance like i'm six feet tall well, i'm over six feet tall but i'm at least six feet tall so it's like if i can touch you then and we can see each other's facial expressions. We're we're probably too cl too close. So I don't I don't really think you know it's really going to save anyone from from spreading the disease. Jason, did you do the fork thing already? Did both of them? Okay. All right. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> all right. Give it up for Rob. I, I've been super mean to him all day, but he doesn't deserve that. He's a good guy, and he's given me <laughs> in the past. Um, yes, Jason Cruz, you can get a spot. That's the last spot I'm giving out. Um, let's see. Uh, on deck is Pam Benjamin. Um, but on right now is Audrey Abers. Yeah. Abers. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, hey guys, I'm back from college. I'm in my parents' house in my childhood bedroom. I uh, gotta say, pretty good venue. They got all the good stuff here. I uh, have this flower that's been dead for eight months. <laughs> uh, old antidepressant bottle full of sewing needles. <laughs> uh, got, a, got some glitter that says fun on it. Um, yeah, I, um, I mean, I'm a young person, I guess, and I feel like some of my friends haven't really been, like, taking the quarantine that seriously. Like, my friend last weekend was like, oh, hey, you want to go camping this weekend? Yeah, we're going to go with three other girls. We're going to go in the woods and quarantine ourselves. It'll be fun. Like, yeah, I don't think that's what quarantine means. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, quarantine at my place tonight. Brian's bringing a keg. <laughs> I've been getting into some new hobbies now that we're all staying inside. I've been watching earwax removal videos. Um, <laughs> any wax heads here tonight? <laughs> um, but uh, one of my favorite ones is a video called Girls' massive nasty earwax removed after 20 years of earwax buildup. <laughs> and so I wrote a little poem using the comments from that video. These are all real comments that were on there. Okay, um, why was this in my recommended? <laughs> gross, gross, gross. I almost want it. How disgusting. How does someone let that build up in their ears, for goodness sake? I Eve Low. <laughs> he does not deserve a ear. <laughs> Ew, gross!
this looks satisfying? Why do I find this so satisfying? Please tell me I'm not the only one. I find this disgustingly satisfying. Gross <laughs> and beautiful at the same time. Part of me wants to sniff it. There's no going back when you visit this side of you. you. Give more. I am not ashamed to say that I searched this up. This should be an <laughs> earwax museum so the rest of us can go and see these nuggets in person. Oh I want those fools so badly. The MD cam and that light stick, it's so cool. I'm cleaning my ears right now. <laughs> I'm at the wrong side of YouTube again. Edit, thanks for the likes. <laughs> so that's what I've been up to. Um, I realized that I use Google the way that some people use horoscopes, where I act like I'm using it for advice, but I really just want someone to validate what I was going to do anyways. <laughs> like, do you ever, like, one time I had, I left a pizza out overnight, and I wasn't sure if that was okay or not to eat, so I was Googling, like, how long can you leave a pizza out and have it still be safe to eat? And the first page of results were all these things that are like, oh, the FDA says that you shouldn't eat food that's been left out longer than two hours. I'm like, okay, well, uh, that's what the government wants you to think. That's not a real answer. Then you go in another page of results, it's like, oh, well, you know, I think it should be okay for about five hours or so. Then you go in like really deep to like the 20th page of results. You find a forum thread on a beekeeping website from 2009. Someone's like, oh, well, when I get pizza, I don't eat it until it's been left out for at least a week. I like how the tips get all curly like little elf shoes. <laughs> ah, finally, some information I can trust. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's kind of weird that uh, you can buy a copy of Mein Kampf at Barnes & Noble. Uh, and I, I don't think it's marketed to actual neo-Nazis because it's like a tasteful version. You know, they add in a bunch of footnotes that are like, uh, hey, you know this is wrong, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, still rather not see it in the hot in your area section, though. <laughs> also, I want to know, like, who is making money off of that? Like, is Hitler's grandson somewhere? Like, <laughs> yeah, baby, dress it up all you want. These Versace sneakers won't pay for themselves. <laughs> That's what I think uh, Hitler's grandson sounds like. Um, I, I like reading the graffiti in women's bathroom stalls. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. There's a lot of vibrant discussions going on there. It always starts off with some girl writing like, Hey, everyone, friendly reminder, you're all beautiful sunflowers. Man, the plenty of water so you can grow tall and strong. And then someone else is like, Aw, this is so cute. I love when girls compliment each other. And then the third <laughs> person comes in and is like, Ugh. I'm so tired of all this false positivity. My depression's not going to be cured just because some asshole wrote, you're beautiful, on a tampon box. And someone else is like, 
Wow, that's really rude. I think you need to go back on your antidepressants. <laughs> antidepressants? Sounds like someone's a tool of big pharma. <laughs> and then it just keeps going on like that until the last thing someone writes is like, hell is real. <laughs> so uh, basically the YouTube comment section of real life. Oh, man. Miss going into public bathrooms and reading all the good stuff people are coming up with. It's going to be the first thing I do when I get out of quarantine. Uh, was that was that five minutes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Though. Uh, right. Now that you say these conversations are happening in graffiti and women's bathrooms, I almost feel like I want to get a job as a janitor, right? And And just like when no one's around, just go in there and just inform all the conversations. I want to start every conversation. Yeah, I might want to get like relationship advice. I'll just put a different question in every call. <laughs> I don't believe my move. Let's see. All right. Okay, I don't so. have any time left because there's a show at seven. So I'm just going to sing this one quick song. And it's been so fun oh, hanging no. on since the beginning. I've been here since five. But it's been really great. But here's a song I wrote. It's about coronavirus and when you have roommates that you live with and you don't want to have sex with them. Like I have a friend who lives with three girls and he's not attracted to any of them. So this is funny for anyways. When your roommate is high and she grinds on your thigh, social mores. When you just went to bed but she's drunk and wants head, social mores. Don't fuck where you eat, don't fuck where you sleep, social mores. Don't be dumb and then you won't have to bend social mores. When she's sad about Tad and she feels really bad social mores. She wants more than a hug, puts her hand on your chub social mores. <laughs> don't fuck where you eat, don't fuck where you sleep social mores. Don't be dumb and then you won't have to bend social mores. Thanks everybody, bye! bye. Yeah, give it up for Tim. Where, where do they still have these shows you speak of? Oh, um, this has all been live, and I've been it's been on MutinyRadio.fm, and the I'm gonna take the MP3s and tag them up on the stuff so you guys can all listen to your sets from today because the sound from this comes well, really well through the board. So yay! Oh, but I gotta go because right, we're a radio man. station and there's a show at seven. But this has all been playing live, and like I said, I'll tag the MP3s. This was so much fun, you guys are awesome! Yay! Yeah, hey, for free New York people.
Hello, poppies. You are listening to Pop Off the Sound of Musical Curiosity, the special weekend edition shut-in and dance party. I am your host and DJ Bear. And if you heard that opening music, yeah. It's 6 o'clock. Hey, everybody. Yay, audience people. You came back. Yeah. We've got blankets. What smart individuals? Blankets. Yes. You're socially distanced. We all are. We're six feet away from each other. People are wearing masks. I got a condom on this mic. I haven't worn a condom since 97, all right? And I got one on the mic. I have an IUD. Do you know what IUDs are? IUDs? Can we get a cup it up for IUDs? We get a, we get a, we get a power to the people for IUDs. Uh, I have a, a copper piece of jewelry in my uterus that keeps out all the dead babies. <laughs> that's, that's what an IUD is. That's what pool sweepers are for, right? I don't know. I'm not rich enough for a pool. Today, I am dressed like a rich person. Ha, ha, ha. This is costuming. Yay, costuming. Um, almost everything I'm wearing has been gifted. This cute skirt is 13 years old. Yeah, on sale at Macy's years ago. Everything old is new again. Renew, recycle, be cool. Uh, this real pearl bracelet I'm wearing a gift from a homeless individual named Zach Wiseman. Yes, heroin addict comedian Zach Wiseman gave me real pearls, and I didn't even uh, have to get a pearl necklace from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was fine. I've always wanted a pearl necklace, but I have very, very, very tiny boobies. Um, so I've never been able to, like, squeeze them together to make the pearl necklace happen. I have, however, given my fair share of pearl keychains Pearl keychains. <laughs> Josh liked that one. That's good. That's the thing about cleavage. Like, I just don't have it. And I understand the glass ceiling because every time I come up against it, I like to stick my boobs up against it to make some cleavage. You know, am I right? I stick my boobs right up against the glass ceiling. I'm like, can you see me now? It's one of those things. Owning your own business as a woman, it's you learn so many important lessons. Like uh, when a man makes a decision, people do it. When a woman makes a decision, people form a committee. <laughs> we need a committee to decide if I'm, you know, smart enough or not, except I've been to more school than you. <laughs> I don't usually like to wear T-shirts that say that I have two master's degrees because then no one wants to have sex with me. They're like... <laughs> Could you just put my dick in your mouth? Do you have to say things at the same time? What, do you want to talk about Jean-Paul Sartre? Yeah, hell is other people, bro. Jean-Paul Sartre who? I just recently reread Rainier Maria Rilke's book, Letters to a Young Poet. I changed the word poet to comic. It was very similar to uh, Virginia Woolf's of A Room of One's Own, written in a similar time period. Uh, except one's for guys and uh, one's for girls. <laughs> it's, and one is better than the other. Can you guess which one is? Sorry, I relate more to Virginia Woolf. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> Clearly everybody. What did I learn from 2016? From the presidential election, what did I learn? Only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. <laughs> 
It's so silly. Everyone's like, oh, Trump's been in office for four years now. Well, you dummies voted him in because you were afraid of a woman, the most qualified person ever. She was the Secretary of State, yo. Like, there's nobody more qualified. But I know, right? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Smart women, nobody wants to listen uh, to a woman because it just, here's my question. There are so many cult leaders, right? So many cult leaders, and they're all men. Where are the female cult leaders? I think that's because we call them mom. (laughs) Or sometimes grandma. Like, I don't know. It depends how much you care about your family. You all talk to your parents? (laughs) It was so cute. There were some comedians that were like, ooh, meow, 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 we should be friends or not be friends or whatever. And I'm like, I haven't talked to my mom in nine years. You think I give a crap about you? <laughs> We've known each other for eight months. <laughs> We've known each other for eight months. I haven't talked to my mom in nine years. You think? So cute. My mom actually texted me years ago. Uh, and she, she texted me, Jesus is calling. And I was like, no, mom. Jesus is not calling. You're texting. I don't know how you learned how to do that. Like, when did you get a phone? Cool. I don't talk. You talk to your mom? No? (laughs) Who talks to their mom here? Oh, good. That's so nice. Yeah, good. Oh, my. She jealous of you? Oh, she's mentally ill. So's my mom. She just won't admit it. Like, the best part. I haven't seen her since she got her eyebrows tattooed on her face, but supposedly she just looks angry all the time. And I was like, that's my whole childhood. (laughs) Why would you do that permanently? Cool. I haven't seen them yet. I haven't. We're not even friends on Facebook. It's fine. Not lamenting it. Sounds like I'm lamenting. I think she doth protest too much. Nay, I don't. I just... I make better better bread than she does. It's fine. I learned everything I needed to know, and I moved on. I learned how to, I learned how to talk to yeast. Um, any, I know it's like, no, I haven't. This is the craziest year. I haven't gotten sick. I haven't had the sniffles. I haven't gotten a yeast infection. Like nothing's happened to me this year. It's nuts. I actually wanted to like. Well, I don't know why Martha Stewart's not doing it right now because. She could be collecting her own vaginal yeast and making bread out of it. I want to eat Martha Stewart's <laughs> vaginal yeast bread. No? Oh, my God. Like, I want to be that close to Martha Stewart. She's the person I have, like, lesbian fantasies about. Like, I have this dream where she and I are in one of her barns, and there's these Clydesdales and all of her Pomeranians, and then, like, like ticker tape stuff comes from the ceiling. I have a vivid imagination. I masturbate to podcasts. That's that's what's happening now. I don't watch porn. I do have a lacrimation fetish, meaning I like to watch people cry, but only men. So that's why I don't like to watch porn, because I don't want to watch women cry. You know, I just don't want to see it. It doesn't make me feel sexy, you know? Like, it just doesn't. It's not. That, but Martha Stewart does make me feel super sexy. So I- is anybody a vegan here? Vegans, vegans, vegans? Your brother's a vegan. Does he eat bread? Does your brother eat bread? Oh, there is vegan bread. Well, here's the thing about bread. A lot of vegans eat it, right? And I bake bread all the time. Like, I did this morning. I baked bread. I baked bread yesterday. I baked baked bread a lot, whatever. (laughs) Uh, But vegans eat bread, which is weird to me. 
because I know how to make bread. I take the yeast and I put it in a bowl and I make it be alive, you know, with like some water, warm water and some sugar and maybe a little cream, like some old milk solids, let it eat. And then like it starts burping and farting in my dough. And like I ask it, I like I basically enslave it to do my bidding, you know, without its consent. I'm like, here you are, I made you alive, burp and fart in this. And then I heat up an oven and then I murder entire cultures. Bread is some Nazi shit, bro. <laughs> it's killing entire cultures, you hypocritical vegans. <laughs> what is life? <laughs> it's cool. Vegans are nice. Here's what I learned. I have some Thanksgiving lessons that I've learned. I learned this uh, last night, actually. Question every fart. If you've had a quart of eggnog, <laughs> does anyone else love eggnog? <laughs> like, I love eggnog. It's eggnog time. I had an entire quart of eggnog, and I thought things were going to be okay. Nay. You know, like, I'm going through menopause, so I've been wearing sexy panties again because nothing is coming out of here. Like, it's dry as a bone. Like, nothing's coming out of here. But now with this, like, eggnog issue, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> like, we're, <sighs> we got to get back to the ugly panties. Those period-stained weirdos, the ones with the holes in the front. Hi! Let's talk about my underwear. <laughs> cats. No, I, my cats don't. Well, actually, my cats do play and sniff my underwear all the time. Like, it's like, I have 47 cat toys, and they still want to play with my underwear. Like, what is wrong here? My cats must just love me. I got, they're like, yeah. They have been very sweet to me lately. Um, after they have a circus at 4.30 in the morning. Does anyone have cats and live in an apartment building? Do you live in an apartment building? Do your neighbors hate? My, ne my downstairs neighbors hate me because I have a cat circus every night at like 4.20 in the morning. I don't, like they're not smoking the pot without me. I don't think, unless they've figured out a way to use that weird paw at the top to light the bong. Like they're, but at 4.20 in the morning, they're run, 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 running. And I grab them, I grab them, and I'm like, stop. And I'm trying not to be loud because the neighbors can hear everything. <laughs> and I'm like, grab them closer. Oh, I'm so tight. And then I fall asleep and they run away again. And then I wake up. Okay, these are my cat issues. It's not funny. It's just real life. Cats. What cat? Oh, I wanted to do more new life lesson jokes for y'all. So I also... I've been having some dental stuff done lately. That happens every once in a while. I love my dentist so much because I learn life lessons every time I go. And I learned these three lessons last time. One, I can keep my mouth open a long time without complaining. <laughs> Two, my gag reflex is way less pronounced than I thought it was. <laughs> and three, I like a man's fingers in my mouth. That's learning things together. You know how awkward it is to ask Dr. Kyle to pull your hair <laughs> when you're in the <laughs> dentist chair? That is awkward. That is weird. You can sit down in one of the socially distanced chairs or you can grab one and move it to wherever you want. You can even move it across the street if that makes you feel safe. Everyone has their masks on. That's great and safe. And we're all being super safe and I love that. Only 158 people have died in San Francisco, so wherever we're doing, we're doing it right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah! 
Like, that's, that's just like San Francisco people to be like, look at us do it right, let's high-five ourselves all the time. Yeah, but don't high-five. Do the elbow because it's not safe to high-five anymore. Don't touch anybody. <laughs> don't touch. I saw dogs touching today, and I was like, ooh, are you sure that's going to be okay? <laughs> are your dogs, are dogs getting COVID? Like, is it, what? Cool. Uh, one more new joke for you guys. What did I come up with this week that I was thinking about? Wow, this is it. This is exciting. This is this is barely. This is on the verge of clean. You know. Uh, I'm very excited right now because I realized I I read some articles. You know, and I found out that uh, clitori, clitorises, clitori, clitorises, clitorati, clitorati, the the clitoris in utero is actually a tiny dick. It's about six weeks. They're the same cells all together. And at about six weeks, one of them starts to protrude and one of them just does its thing and then the balls descend and then ovaries are up here. It's basically, we're basically the same. What I'm saying is that clits are tiny dicks. All sizes matter, okay? I have a tiny, awesome dick and it's time that we all appreciate that like what is this about Ooh, small dicks are gross no small dicks are great celebrate my tiny cock yeah rock out with your cock out it's the same stuff the same amount of nerve endings everyone why do we keep chopping off the tips of our baby's dicks you know circumcision his choices decisions not funny just real stop <laughs> stop mutilating your children's genitals right hi brian crow all right uh, I should end on something hard, not like my tiny, tiny. My clit is so big, I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, uh, who wants to take the bullet? Ms. Pickles, uh, this is her like sixth set ever in the history of ever. I shouldn't have said that because you're so funny and amazing that no one would ever know it. It's her 60th, 600th set. It's numbers don't matter, just like size. It just doesn't even, it doesn't even, they're just, time is irrelevant. Numbers are nothing. She's hilarious, you're gonna love her. Okay, so here's the thing too about safety and whatever with the mic. Um, I'm gonna take this mic condom off. If you don't have your own mic condom or your own mic, Take your mask off and then you put it down on top of the microphone. And don't take the part that you spit into and then put it on top of the microphone. Nay, you just take it off your ears and you put it around the microphone. And that way, your spit saves them. Here's the thing about COVID. Just don't spit in each other's mouths. And we're fine. Everybody lives. Everyone lives. As long as we just, it's just so much less intimate. Like you want to, you find, you're like, I want to. Like your next comic, I was like, yeah, she's cute. I would, I wouldn't mind making out with her, but not now, cause it's COVID times, and that's scary. I'm not sticking my tongue anywhere near your mouth. That's gross, uh, cause it's scary. Hey, you're gonna love your first comedian. Oh, so um, there are chairs, and if you don't feel comfortable where you are close up, you can take a chair and move it to any place that's a location that makes you feel safe, and that's great. And remember, keep your masks on and be distant and be awesome. Clap your hands together for your first comedian of the night, Christina Pickles! Yay! Thanks, Pam. I gotta live up to that now. Great. I wanted to look like I still had my mask on for the cops, so that's why I did this. Hey, everybody. My name is Christina. 
I'm very, 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 very new to this. And I'm hoping to make y'all laugh tonight. <laughs> so yesterday was Thanksgiving. Or as I like to call it, celebrating white people immigration day. <coughs> I'm happy to see all your bloated faces today. <laughs> it makes me feel better about my own. But yeah, Thanksgiving is one of those holidays. It's always been uh, very ironic to me. I mean, for one, the main dish kind of sucks. Nobody looks forward to it. For two, everyone pretends to be thankful only long enough to get ready to buy shit we don't need. And for three, <coughs> about 50% of Americans, <coughs> Trump supporters, use this time to gather around a dry bird and talk about how much they hate immigration <laughs> on none other than White People Immigration Day. <laughs> I'm not hating though. I mean, what better way to celebrate white hypocrisy than celebrate the success of white colonialism and drink pumpkin spice? I might be being too hard on them though I mean, pumpkin spice is delicious. And I might be coming across like I hate Thanksgiving. I don't. I don't hate Thanksgiving. That's not a thing for me. I actually consider overeating one of my favorite pastimes, and I appreciate that the fattest country in the world has a holiday dedicated to overeating. Seriously, one of the best, and I appreciate that. I ate a lot though yesterday, you guys. I <laughs> I ate like COVID was gonna kill me the next day. <laughs> I had to jump about 20 times to get my jeans on this morning. I'm not I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I mean, as long as my hospital gown and ventilator still fit, I'm good. It's been a weird year, though. I shouldn't face this way. That's not a good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is it good? Uh, <laughs> it's been a weird year. I mean, I'm pretty sure Christmas is going to suck, too. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I am looking forward to New Year's. I mean, not only do we get to count away a shitty year, but we get to count away a shitty president. You know, I think... I think it's almost poetic in a way that we're going to be counting down, you know, I my family still looks at the giant ball that drops in New York City. You guys know the one I'm talking about. I don't know why it's a giant ball, but because we're counting away a shitty year and a shitty president, I think it would be a lot more entertaining to drop the ball on the White House lawn. Uh. That way, in true poetry, we can drop the giant ball on the lawn of the man who acts like his never did. That's my time today, Pam. That's what I got. I didn't do too many fat jokes today. Too many. You don't even shame our fat president. Like, what are you doing? Oh, what did I? I uh, I'll leave my mask on because I can't find my condom. I put my condom in my pocket. I was going to reuse my condom. That's gross. Like, don't reuse. 
Christina Pickles, everyone. Yay! I don't think that's a real last name, but I love... You sort of look Cuban, so it makes me really happy. I'm like, oh, put the pickles on the sandwich. Like it. You're um, acidic. No, you're not. You're but you're sweet. You're gorgeous and wonderful. Everybody clap it up again for Christina. Yay! Making fun of our president, who's not going to be the president anymore soon. Yay! It's so scary, actually. The 72 days in between the uh, election and the inauguration, these 72 days where, you know, he's like holding up in the White House. He's holding up there. He's like, I'm not going to leave. But he's also not going to say anything. And I can't wait in 20 years when we get to try him for war crimes because like 100,000 people die over these three. I don't want people to die. I'm just saying in 20 years we're going to try him for war crimes because a lot of people, because he can't. Hi! I was just making fun of the current president. Biden's going to be new. Yay! We're going to change everything and everyone wear masks and I don't know what's going to happen. Cool. I, uh... I actually, no, I don't want to do my Melania joke. Uh, Melania. Does anyone know what her name is? The first lady? What's her name? Melania. It's Melania. Yeah, I could never know what her name was. Manon, Melania. Yeah, it could be Kardashian. The thing is, I have no idea what her name is because she never speaks. <laughs> it's like you didn't say anything. You were there for four years. I'd love to make fun of her accent. I have no idea what she sounds like. Nothing whatsoever. <laughs> The pictures. Oh no, she's skinny and pretty. Oh my God! And that's the thing. I grew up in the '90s. I know that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. <laughs> and I have an awesome eating disorder. Like, talk to us, Melania. Show us on the doll where he touched you. Are you okay? She's from either Slovenia or Slovakia. I don't know. I don't know which country, but they both border Hungary. And my God, she's starving. Someone feed that lady. <laughs> First lady, that lady, feeder. Cool. All right, your next comedian. What a joy and a wonderment he is. He's gonna play some music, cause he actually has like. It's so funny that he's a comedian, cause he actually has talent. Like he can play the guitar and the piano. He can do all kinds of things. But he's here to grace you with his amazingness. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kahn. Yay! Thanks, Pam, for building me up so much. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be great. Clap it up for me. I, sh I showered. I put on pants that are clean. That were clean three days ago. I put on pants. I put on pants, guys. That deserves clapping. I love coming to Pam Benjamin's show because you always get like a lot of facts in with your comedy. You know, like she knows like how many electoral votes each state has. Like. 72 days she's like oh the 72 days i'm like is this is 72 is it really 72 days between because this 72 days is gonna feel like 80 years between now and then so here's my impression of so joe get inaugurated so here's my impression of the administration in like the year like 2022 it's gonna go like this Hello, kamala are you in there yes joe i'm right here what Kamala, where did I put the launch codes again? They're in the bedside table drawer, Joe. 
Well, Kamala, what? How do I? How do I vote? Do I veto this? You don't veto anything, Joe. You let me make all the decisions. You just sit there and look white. Oh, okay. What? A, what do I? Kamala, did we? Is racism bad? Yes, Joe. We agreed. Our public stance is that racism is bad. No, we will. We want to forget that you signed the crime bill in '94. Just hope everybody glosses over that. I'm here. Thankfully, you're not going to screw anything up too bad. Um, so that is political stuff. I asked Pam to put me on second because she gave me some of her marijuana-infused bread. <laughs> and I ate some. And I was like, Pam, you better put me up next. It's kicking in. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to get through this thing. I don't, I don't need to wear the mask. I bought my own mic on them. You guys can hear me better this way. You can see how cute and deliciously sexy. And I, I don't want to toot my own horn. It's okay. I'm half Jewish, half Asian. That's why it looks like an interracial train wreck. Don't worry. Yeah, but Trump thinks he's like the he thinks he's the hero of the pandemic. He's 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 like I'm the hero of the pandemic. I'm practically the pandemic's Batman, right? Because I saved everybody. And did Batman wear a mask? Okay, yes, Batman wore a mask, but it didn't cover his nose and mouth. I'm the Batman of the pandemic, everybody. Yeah, that's right. And then Bane, like he's, you know, he's like the Batman's president. Bane's just working at some Korean barbecue. He's like, welcome to Soul of Gotham Korean barbecue. I am Bane, your server. You will notice everyone in the restaurant is wearing a mask to prevent from COVID and the League of Shadows. If you remove my mask, it will be quite painful when I get COVID and die. People usually love Bane. It just seems like it's like flat out. Everyone's like, no, man, Tom Hardy, you don't say that about him. He's a great actor. Mad Max. Mm. You can tell I'm getting, I'm just like, I'm high. Should I just? Um, yeah. I wanted to tell Kurt. That's right. That's right. That's right. You ever have those moments like where you're all like at like at work, like the smoke sesh before work and like everybody just goes quiet and into their own thoughts and then you break back in and be like, y'all, we just had a moment. You know what I mean? Like when everyone's in the smoke sesh and nobody's saying nothing because everybody's just thinking their own thoughts. It's a beautiful thing. That just came to me because I was speaking to anyway, well, so. jokes and jokes and jokes. Kurt Cobain, dear Kurt Cobain, with the lights out, it is actually more dangerous, not less. I bought my toe. He's in denial. In denial. Mauricio, don't get don't give me that, man. Okay, I'm gonna, here, okay, here's here, what Mauricio what Mauricio said is I love you, Josh. Let me translate for that for you. There's a subtitle at the bottom. He says, I love you, Josh, and the subtitle says, Josh, shut the F up and play your guitar. So I will do that. He's like, that is what I meant. That is what I meant, Josh. Just, you know, stop telling the jokes that aren't working and just start playing your guitar, okay? Our friendship is on the line with this set that you got going here. That's a perfect Mauricio, by the way. You'll hear him later, but that is spot on. It really is. Okay. So, guitar. Just clap it up for the fact that I have a guitar. You like it. It's, uh, yeah. You can just be the, 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 the worst human being on earth. If you play a good enough guitar, nobody cares, right? You'll just be like a great human being, like like Eric Clapton, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna like this joke, man. <laughs> straight up, straight up. 
No, he wrote the, so very, but very sad because he had a child that fell out the balcony window right when he was partying, doing too much cocaine, back in the eighties or the seventies or something like that, right? He wrote that song, "Tears in Heaven," about it, right? Here's my thing: I don't think Eric Clapton's actually that sad about "Tears in Heaven" because, like, how much money has he made off of that song? No, would he be like, "Would I still get paid?" If you were not in heaven. No. I'm just trying that out. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's punching up, though, Eric Clapton, because, like, people used to spray paint, Clapton is God, you know? And it's like, God, God sacrificed his first child for our sins. You know, Eric Clapton's God sacrificed his first child at a Coke party because he was on a binger. Ooh. Went too far. Went too far. Blame the cannabis. Uh, like me again. Do you guys like Bob Dylan? Do you guys like Radiohead? So this is Bob Dylan singing Radiohead. <laughs> Bob Dylan sings Radiohead like this. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. No, no. <laughs> Baby's got the bands. Oh no. <laughs> Do I have any real friends? Oh no. Bob Dylan singing Radiohead, everyone. That's what that was. <laughs> I am so I'm off my rocker right now. I you know I actually I want to start like an R and B band with Jim Carrey. We're gonna call it Ace of Base Ventura. What do you think? What do you think about that? You know, all that she wants is another baby. <laughs> Alrighty then. Snoop Dogg. Remember when Snoop Dogg found reggae and he wanted to be called Snoop Lion? You remember that a few years ago? So now he found polka music. He wants to be called Snoop Cloggy Clog now. Comes in with some Swiss mizzle, maybe some mini mosh mizzles. Oh my gosh, Pam likes the, the well-written stuff. Okay, uh, what do I do? Hey, you, you guys know what Led Zeppelin's favorite part of Thanksgiving is? The gravy, 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 gravy! <laughs> yeah, dude, drive like your drug dealer lives here. No one put a gun to your nose and made you do that cocaine. <laughs> Man, it's like a cocaine-centric night for me here. I swear it's only weed that, I, that I'm on. Uh, I was going to do something funny. Okay. I saw this commercial the other day. It was like uh, I couldn't tell if it was a commercial for like interiors or furniture or whatever like that. I couldn't tell what it was for. And then the music for the commercial kicked in, and I was even more confused because it was like an ACDC song. Tell me if you can figure out what commercial this was. If you are sick of your roommates and your girlfriends on your case and you want to get some time away but you don't want to find a new place just pick up your phone say leave me alone I got an app for that Tucson, Reno, Tahoe, let's go I found a two-room flat on Airbnb, I catch a flight 
B&B, and I spend the night. B&B's in the drop of load. B&B in the top of the commode. When you shit in the top of the t- toilet tank, it's called an upper decker. They flush it and they get poo the next time. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I do when I Airbnb at your house. <laughs> I paid for it, man. I paid the maid fee. Anyway, so if you see that commercial, I did not get paid for writing that, and I'm very angry. Call my lawyer. Um, I want to remind you all to donate to Mutiny Radio. Uh, you can either do so here in the jar. Uh, it is We are funded by our listeners and our audience members, so be cool if you could drop something in the jar. If not, we do have a GoFundMe. No? No, I'm sorry. A Venmo. Scratch that. Reverse it. A Venmo. Man, I am just like a great, I'm, the, I'm totally the person you want like shilling your stuff. I'm like, yeah, we have great shirts for sale. No, we sell blenders. Ah, blenders for sale. Ah. <laughs> but you want them. You want them. They're great. You feel like the Beatles would have been really anti-death penalty if they were still alive, you know? Like, you say you want electrocution, well, you know, we're going to have to shave your head. No? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I am so high from that bread. Beware, Pam's pot bread. One. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't see it. One. If Pam was the witch in Hansel and Gretel, like Hansel and Gretel would have taken like two or three bites of her gingerbread house, 30 or 40 minutes later, they wouldn't have been able to push anybody into any oven. They wouldn't have been able to turn on the oven. Like, If Pam made all like the buildings in Godzilla, Godzilla would just bite one of them and just be like, (laughs) dead. Okay. This is a good time, guys. Thanks for having me. I'll play one more song and I'll get out of your face. It'll be a short song. The more we get together, 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 the more we get together, the more COVID-19. And my germs are your germs, and your germs are my germs. The more we get together, the more COVID-19. Let's federally legalize marijuana, everybody. Bye-bye. Josh Kahn, everyone. The song, stylings, and amazingment of Josh Kahn. Keep your hands clapping together. Yes. Yay! He does song parodies. I love karaoke. You know, the one thing I miss about COVID more than anything else is karaoke. We're not allowed to sing karaoke anymore, and that makes me very, very sad. Because I had a song that I sang at karaoke that was hilarious and amazing. I love Alanis Morissette, yes, and I love her song, Isn't It Ironic, but I like to sing it in the style of James Hetfield, right, of Metallica, goes like this, isn't it ironic, don't you think, huh, a little too ironic, I really do think, it's like Rayon, on your wedding day, huh. It's a free ride when you've already paid. Huh? But Lars is very mad because no one's paying for their music anymore. <laughs> it's all free. And he's very pissed off. Lars. Cool. All right. We've got more comics for you. 
Hi, who wants to go next? Oh, yeah, your next comedian. What a joy and a wonderment he is. He's so funny and so amazing. He also <laughs> is like, he's, he's, he's a millennial who's made his goals, you know? Like, he, he is the manager of a strip club. What could be better as a 24-year-old man than to be the manager of a strip club? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I love... I love watching world premiere soccer because finally I get to watch hot 23-year-old men actually make their goals. But but this next comedian, he's made his goals. He works in a strip club. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mark Neuer. Yay! Keep freaking clapping. I checked it was sweet because it's red it was a gang reference I listened to too much music you thought the trench coat was for nothing huh it ain't for nothing it ain't for nothing quit playing with me Someone has to do it, you know what I mean? If Josh Kahn's gonna come up here and kill it with his props, I gotta come up here with, I just gotta play my part, you know what I mean? I can't look like I just walked out of the set of Law & Order SVU and not have a gun on me as well, you know? No, no, okay, that's fine, that's fine. Did you guys not laugh at the Law & Order SVU joke because I still had the gun in my hand? Good, good, so good. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't really, I could, I could do jokes, but I feel more inclined to do a story about me because Pam talked about my goals and aspirations and they pretty much end at strip club manager, let me tell you. <laughs> so it's pretty great. Uh, I am a dropout from Modesto, California. Uh, and I, I moved here to pursue uh, comedy and pussy. And... Uh, Unfortunately, vegan pussy and I don't really get along too well. I love it so much. It's so good. It tastes like mango white claw, but it just doesn't, it doesn't really like me too much. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get the tangerine flavor. It's fantastic, but it just hates me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that's what I came out here to pursue. And uh, comedy kind of sucks, but oh, oh, what do you mean, Mark? You're just so great. Shut up. Shut shut up. Now comedy kind of sucks, but you know, I, I've been I've been homeless out here twice. Uh, I've I've slept on the streets of San Francisco uh, and w one of those times of being homeless. And that's not like a unique thing for comedians. Uh, a lot of us are displaced, but through the trials and tribulations of life and being a white male who looks straight as could be, took over a strip club on Market and 6th Street. So I guess I don't know, I just really, I feel like I should have finished high school. <laughs> should have went to college, you know what I mean? Then I wouldn't be taking pictures of naked women as a job. Started as a daytime DJ there. Damn, should have never quit Petco. You know what I mean? Should have never quit. Should have just stayed at McDonald's in Ripon, California. 
getting stuck behind tractors. You didn't even know there was tractors in California, did you? Let alone to get stuck behind them on a main road in a city. So good. Should have stayed out there. Most of you are old. <laughs> Older than me, so. So for this, this probably just sounds like a major flex. And the sarcasm is just, just feeling like a knife. But it's OK. We're, we're going to die the same year. It's good. <laughs> it's OK. I don't have a bank account. I don't. I don't. I use Venmo. I, I don't know. I, I just, I, f I don't really trust banks. They don't trust me. It's a mutual thing. And I just, I don't know. So this is like one of the only holidays where I just want to kill white people, you know? I know. I'm just so ungrateful. I'm so ungrateful. It's a, it's, a, it's a shitty thing, you know? I know, and it was horrible. It was so bad. I don't know why everyone gets around and like play pr plays pretend. It's like, what are you doing? What, the f what are you doing? What are you celebrating? Crazy. Bananas. It's freaking bananas. It's incredible. It's 2020 and Thanksgiving has not been canceled. It's incredible. How are you not going to fully commit? That should, I would have voted if someone would have said, my number one issue for 2021, we are canceling Thanksgiving. Are you wondering why? Do you have the internet, sir? <laughs> do you not have Google? Maybe you use Bing. Do you use Bing? What do you use? You got to get off Pornhub. There's a different search engine. That's <laughs> all I use the internet for. Porn. That's it. Come on. You know I got money like that. <laughs> and you just hear my whole sob story originally. No, I got money. That's why I'm on OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm on, I have, I'm subscribed to so many girls on OnlyFans that like my inbox, they just send out mass messages right so my inbox it looks like i'm a creator on there because i have so many dms that i've just not read because it's just so much it'd be so expensive for me to read all those messages like that's crazy you know there's a re there's an auto renew feature on OnlyFans. you probably don't know this these the, the delinquents know there's an auto renew feature so before i officially kill myself i have to uh, i have to <laughs> cancel those or else my family gets nothing that's left on my venmo card like absolutely nothing. <laughs> I've decided, I, I came to this conclusion. My death is inevitable. Yours too, yours as well. <laughs> Don't mean to burst the bubble. And with the way that I live my life masturbating for 17 hours straight on poppers and Adderall, <laughs> with things jammed inside of me that are not they're considered foreign, but they're not, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you see them around your house, you know, a Wiimote, a screwdriver, you never know. You never know. Not like the skinny piece, that would be not pleasurable at all. You ever had a big screwdriver handle? Anyways. 
I'm just not, I'm not going to kill myself on like three days after payday because I'll be broke. I'm going to, I, I got to kill myself on payday. Blow it all on that day. Bam. It was a great day. I'm not going to die broke. What do I look like? Not a professional? I have thought this through, ladies and gentlemen. Thays and thems. I was waiting for the 2020 uh, Aerosmith remix of Dude Looks Like a Lady. It's a they looks like a them. <laughs> God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great night. Get home safe. Mark Neuer, everyone, reminding us that we live in San Francisco and we have the Transamerica building. <laughs> called the Transamerica building. We're cool with it. Like, I'm down, baby. I like it. Call yourself any pronoun you want. I actually identify as a witch. My pronouns are us and we. <laughs> like, I am all the cats. I'll show you my wand later. I've seriously lost the plot. <laughs> it's COVID. I've lost it. I'm crazy. I'm super excited right now. I'm crazy about your next comedian. I haven't seen her in years, but she's been here in the past. And it's great that you came back, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm not going to like you said you're going to do whatever time you want. I'm not going to let you. You do what time you want. Everybody put your hands together. It's Amanda Biddle. Yay! Yay! What's up, guys? How can we go on? Do this weird math thing that you described. How's that sound? Okay. My ASMR. Now that wasn't free. I'm gonna need y'all to be spending on me two dollars. So that's my kind of dance for ASMR. Can you hear me like this? Oh, it is. Oh, I'm on the radio. Holy shit! Okay, well, thanks for having me back, guys. Give it up for Pam, your lovely host, and all the other comedians that you've seen tonight. Um, I'm a little nervous because I haven't been on stage since before the pandemic or whatever we're calling it now. Um, but I don't know. I'm just going to jump right in. And I know what all of you guys are thinking now that you've kind of gotten a look at me. Um, my outfit. <laughs> Super fucking cute. I know. Oh, it's really cute. <laughs> um, and that's the real reason that I've been wearing it for four days. It has nothing to do with the pandemic or my barely treated depression. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, but I, um, I have been wearing this outfit for a while. It's comfortable. I like it. Um, I do comedy. I'm unemployed. I don't understand how credit works. So, hey, I'm single. What's up? <laughs> but I don't date comedians because one of us has to get a place <laughs> so I can move in. Because we ain't moving in nowhere but my car. Um, and there's only room for me and my dogs. So what else do I want to tell you? Okay, yeah, so I do have a car. Um, I paid $250 for it. Don't want to brag. <laughs> the tires are bald and only two of the passenger doors open. However, it's really fucking cool because I have a friend who is a mechanic and he does shit out of his garage for me. So it's really cheap so I can continue to live like a low life um, in style. So I go there and like I'm I have a lot I'm really extroverted but I have a lot of social anxiety and so I always try to like fill the airwaves with bullshit that ends up just making people more uncomfortable but that's what I do. And so I'm at my friend's house and it's normally him and he's got this other dude there and he's not friendly. He's not thinking I'm funny. It's really becoming overwhelming for me. So I just start 
like grasping at the environment for something to tell him what to do. And he like wheels over this little squeaky thing. It's like a cart with tools on it. You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about? What I'm talking about, right? You're with me. So it squeaks over and I'm like, hey, uh, when you're done doing what you're doing, you should put some WD-40 on those wheels. Clear that squeak right up. And he looked at me like I was some kind of idiot. He's like, uh, WD-40 is actually a degreaser, not a lubricant. I was like, <laughs> okay, I've been masturbating with it for years. <laughs> I know for a fact that it's a lubricant, but thanks for the hot tip. Um, so yeah, I'm 32. Thank you. <laughs> I'm 32. I have never been married, no children. I have a younger sister who graduated college. She's got like a good job. She lives in a nice apartment in Seattle. She's like got her shit together. It's cool I love to visit her her place is really comfortable <laughs> um, but she's always trying to give me advice and it's just like we're different get over it but she like comes over to my house and <sighs> I just moved in this place and I'm like unpacking shit and she comes into my room and she's like do you seriously have a twin bed I was like yeah so what <coughs> I'm moving into a garage yes I have a twin bed she's like you're over 30 you bring dudes back here I'm like what <laughs> it's like sometimes <laughs> she's like you seriously are bringing over 30 year olds to a twin bed. I'm like, yeah. She's like, don't you think you're giving them like a weird message? Like this is a mixed signal? I'm like, no. What's more clear <laughs> than a twin bed saying, I am down to fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm down to screw. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about the radio. I am not down to sleep over. There's a big difference. I fucked up that joke, I'm sorry. I messed up that joke. I can't not swear, holy crap. <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like you guys have gotten to know me a little bit. I'm gonna leave you with one last little Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Venmo me. <laughs> Venmo me money, that's how I like love. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so one last thing um, before I go, I'm just gonna share like a little story about myself. I, I've had a lot of failed romantic relationships, which I'm sure is shocking to all of you, because I just seem perfect. <laughs> like a pillar of stability. Um, but yeah, so I've had all these whatever messed up relationships, but I had this one relationship that was um, particularly volatile with this one person, and we'd play this game that I call dysfunctional ping pong. Some of you may be familiar. I don't know, you guys look happy, maybe you don't know. Um, <laughs> but it's a game where one person <laughs> says something, you guys seem cute too, you don't know what I'm talking about. One person says something mean, the other person says something mean, and you like go back and forth. Anyone? Oh, everyone's here perfect? Oh, cool, no one's... No one's been mean? Okay, cool. Well, I was playing this game. I said something mean. He said something mean. I said something mean, too. And then he says to me, you know what, Amanda? I wish that when you were younger, someone would have thrown acid in your face <laughs> so that you could have developed a personality. <laughs> Whoa. Sick burn, right? <laughs> to which I replied, are you saying I'm, like, really pretty? Oh my god, thank you. Thank you guys, I'm Amanda Biddle. Yay! Normally I wouldn't do this, but follow me on Instagram or Twitter. My name is my name, so thank you. Thanks. Give it up for Pam, give it up for all the comedians. Venmo, Mutiny Radio, Yay! and me. <laughs> Amanda Biddle, definitely Venmo her. That was lovely, that's so great. Yeah, I want people to throw acid in my face too, but it's a different kind of acid. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, please, throw acid in my face. I like that, and I will probably like you more once I'm on said acid.
acid. I don't know. Drugs are cool. Drugs aren't cool. Drugs are cool. Here's the thing. You can microdose ketamine, but you can't microdose cocaine. You can only macrodose cocaine. That's just the way it works. It's a macrodosable drug. Your next comedian, what a what a wonderful human being he is. He has actually saved my life once. I was um, too many of the moon rocks. Um, all the millennial kids, they do the XY2, KDB. I don't know. There's all these letters and numbers. They stick together. And I'm like, I'm just going to take a fingernail scraping off of this, put it in my mouth. I was like, this is too small to snort, and I'll just put it in my mouth. And then I'm, like, laying around on the ground. They're like, who is that old lady laying on the ground, rolling around? And they're like, we should call an ambulance. And Hunter was like, no, I'm going to take her home. She's fine. She's just really high. So he <laughs> saved my life. HunterSavedMyLife.com. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Hunter Uniac. Yay! <laughs> No, don't do that. She's an amazing person. Keep it going for Pam Benjamin, everybody. Yes. We're only allowed one F word, right, Pam? Any at all? Goodbye. No. <laughs> I'm joking. Hi, I'm Hunter Uniac. Did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Nice, nice. I almost said F, yeah. That's crazy. No, I, I, I realize I'm a horrible son on Thanksgiving because my Christmas present to my parents was Thanksgiving dinner. See, one person laughed. The rest of you are horrible people. You are. That's like if it, that's like if I gave you your birthday present on July 1st and, uh, and said it's also your Christmas present. Like, how, that doesn't make any sense at all. What's going on? It's weird. I don't know. My girlfriend broke up with me recently. That kind of sucks. It wasn't recently. She broke up with me like three years ago, but I'm still saying it's a joke because it hurts me inside, but it's still funny. But she broke up with me recently. Um... Uh, I didn't know why she broke up with me. I, I treated her like a goddess. I'm an atheist. I never believed in her. <laughs> it's fun. I, I, what I thought when I met her first, I found she's a raver. Because the first time we had sex, we used a glow stick condom. We broke it before we used it. It's fun. Before I met this girl, I was only sleeping with single mothers. Happened on accident. But you know what's the best part about sleeping with single moms? The snacks. The snacks. They're amazing. One time this woman, she gave me a fruit by the foot right after. And I had to split it with her because it was the only way she was going to get six inches that night. Yeah, you stopped clapping after I finished that joke. <laughs> hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Yeah, cool. That's not really a joke. I just like saying because that never tells me who's the cool people and the weirdos from the audience. You know, it's fun. A little bit about me. Um, uh, my dad's a current tweaker. My mom's a former coke addict, and I'm a raging alcoholic, which means my parents have to be proud of me. <laughs> Why are you applauding for my childhood trauma? Why? I, like, please do. It's the only reason I'm funny and I have a personality. Nobody need to throw a bat of acid in my face for that. <laughs> I just grew a beard instead. I don't know. That's weird. I um, but yeah, I'm half white and half Filipino. Yeah, which means I'm 100% white at heart. And 100% Filipino on paper, you know, for college reasons. <laughs> Did they work? No, that's what I'm doing, stand-up right now. I guess the point is, I'm so white, I leave Yelp reviews for my drug dealers. I'm so white, if I was a pimp, all my bitches would have dental. Oop. Oh, I can't? Bitch, yes. 
That's gonna be my new F word, people. I bitch with you guys. <laughs> I'm so white, my favorite rapper was the singer from Linkin Park. That one's not a joke. I wrote that before he died. You know how bad I felt after? I didn't feel bad at all. I'm so white, I discovered most deaf from the cameo he had on House. Yeah, the whitest lady in the room was the only one who laughed at that. That's how white I am. Mauricio, I bitch with you. We're having fun, guys. We're having fun, guys. Uh, you guys like drinking? Yeah. Yeah, a little fun fact about drinking. Up until the year 1820, the only way you could have clean drinking water was if alcohol was in it. Yeah, that's how they sterilized it. You already know. I can tell you're slouched down on your chair right now. Yep. Dude, you fucking, you know my joke. All right, just listen to this. I never met this guy in my life. He never met this guy in my life, and he's already stealing my punchlines. I bitch and hate you right now. Part of the game, well, actually, no. Like, I, I, no. Bitch you. I have nothing to say. Hit the game. Let me say my joke, guys. Stop bullying me. <laughs> this is on the radio. My mom listens to the radio. Stop making fun of me in front of my mom, people. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what the bitch was I saying? Oh, yeah, but, um, yeah, you know that story with the, uh, Jesus fed three people with three, uh, like, uh, with 5,000 people with three fish? Story you're talking about, sir. Yeah, do you know what happened next to it says so in the Bible. It happened next to a river. That means everybody in the Bible is too drunk to know where fish come from. <laughs> Jesus says, take my hand. I shall guide you in the promised land. That's him trying to get his drunk ass apostle friends home at four in the morning. You know, after the bars all closed in biblical Bethlehem. I see him pacing up and down the streets of biblical Bethlehem. He's going, Judas! Judas! Jesus, bitch in Christ. I swear to God, you're gonna be the death of me one of these days. I like how you guys are. You already stole the fucking joke. I'm sorry, yeah. You already stole the joke. Everybody knows it's gonna happen. Why are you even laughing? It's like, I don't know. We're sad? That's not how laughter, actually you're a comic. That is how laughter works. You know what? I was going to say another joke, but you said good job. I'm going to end it on that. Yay me. Give him a Pam, everybody. Yay, Yay Hunter Uniac. Yay. Yay. That was exciting. He was talking about God. I used to be a cheerleader for God. God, and he is the sun god. Ra! 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 It's God, right? Like, that's the. Is that how that works? All right, your next comedian. How much fun is this going to be? She's amazing. She has a show here on Tuesdays from 4 to 6 called Always Free. She's a rainbow family. Anyone in the rainbow family? Yes, yes, always free. I know it's well. It's not a. It's not a. Cl 
cult. It's just a it's just a bunch of people that like to like feed each other and take care of each other and the Rainbow Family's gorgeous. They just smell a little weird. Like, get over it. Put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Rachel Pinson. Yay! It's really nice hearing somebody else try to convince me I'm not in a cult this time. <laughs> I'm going to take this thing that I've been breathing in all day and put it over this mic for everyone's safety. I hope you don't mind. Yes, I'm Rachel Pinson, and I don't know if you guys recognize me, but it's true. I was the person taking a piss in the alley right before the show. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Oh, you're next? Is that what she's saying? Oh, I thought Mauricio was next. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was going to, I had this whole thing ready about how I'm glad my arch nemesis was here. And how we're immortal enemies, like it's past mortal enemies, it's like we're immortal enemies. Like every lifetime we come back and we're mortal enemies again, over and over again. Anyway, that's Mauricio. <laughs> Good talk, Mauricio. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about the lines of consent and like how guys think it's so muddled and hard to find, but like, if a girl wants to have sex with you, you'll know. <laughs> like, you will definitely know. It's been premeditated from the day she met you. She already had, she's like, you're, she's on the phone with you, you know? She's like, why weren't you here yesterday? What, you live in San Francisco? Like, I live in Kentucky. All you have to do is hop on the bus, say you're going to San Rafael, then it's only $14. The driver switch. You get to save six bucks, man. Like, I just shaved. I have, like, four more hours of being soft. All right, I just re-upped my Valtrex. Why weren't you here yesterday? That's all I'm saying. Like you will know when a girl wants it. Like she will. <laughs> it's very clear. I don't want to. Yeah. Anyway, I used to date a bunch of losers to try to disappoint my parents, but then I realized that I am a strong, independent disappointment to my parents. Yeah. I don't need a man to help me with that. <laughs> I'm a feminist or something. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend quit drinking together, so now I just drink alone. Which is probably why I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> All right, cool. That was for Ernest. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. Okay, you were. She was like, <laughs> she was talking about. I'm just going off script. She was like, oh yeah, they're great, but they're kind of stinky. So like, I I work this job, right? I had two uh, options of employment. One was to be a bar back, and one was to work in the cannabis industry. So I went with the cannabis industry, and then all the bars closed. So I think that I picked the right one. But uh, I had a bunch of friends come in, and they were like. Oh, yeah, your friends are really great, but they, like, smell really bad, and they're kind of weird. And I'm like, my people. <laughs> and I offered them, like, a shower at my house before work, but I don't know if you know this, but, like, whenever someone who hasn't showered in a long time, like a hippie, takes a shower, they don't smell clean. They just smell like wet hippie. <laughs> it doesn't really help, but we're trying. We're trying to do this. What's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> you guys being COVID safe and socially distant. 
at the beginning of COVID, everyone's like, hey, man, stock up on toilet paper because toilet paper's flying off the shelves. Like, you need more toilet paper. Get more toilet paper. And it was all gone. And I got a bunch of toilet paper, but nobody prepared me for how quickly I was going to go through batteries, you know, because I'm lonely. <laughs> Back order on Amazon? It's, <laughs> it's rough, man. I say... Let's all, are you guys ready? I, I pulled us together for a meeting. I think we should go looting. I think we should loot CVS and put toilet paper back on the shelves, man. Like, let's do it. Give the people, let's give the people what they need. If you want to stop gang violence, take away their badges. That's not a joke. I just wanted to say that. Why are you guys here? Yeah. Defund their badges. Yeah, speaking of defunding, I was thinking about Planned Parenthood. I was <laughs> I was on this uh, radio show with someone who was like this super pro-life, uh, atheist, animal activist person who's just like, oh, killing babies is murder. She was so anti-Planned Parenthood. And I'm like, dude, thanks to Planned Parenthood, I'll never have to have an abortion. You know, like, that's just like, anyway, I got one minute left. My soapbox. <laughs> What can I leave you guys on that's clean? <laughs> We're talking about sex. Sex is clean, right? If you're doing right or something. Um, I don't know. What, what was that? <laughs> yeah, wash. Unless this is the wet hippie. Smell. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a hippie, but I'm really bad at it. Like, I really love taking showers and eating meat. <laughs> And I don't think that shoving a crystal in my body is going to cure my yeast infection. Like, no matter how many times I try. There's no science behind that, you know? Like, I just kind of fell into the lifestyle, you know? Like, the free love. <laughs> like, actually, I don't want to hug you. <laughs> the, like, traveling for free. Like, did you know that people will just, when you're a 20-something young hippie, they'll just give you drugs and travel you around for free in their vans? Isn't that amazing? Like, the wondering, like, was I really in an open relationship, or did I just get tricked into joining some kind of weird, um, like, sex cult? <laughs> Again. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, STD. All right. <laughs> Pam Benjamin. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, well, you ain't got no shoes. <laughs> like, that's... Does everybody remember our good friend George W. Bush? Like, yeah, he said that once. I love the George W. Bush quote. Um, I think he said, um, hey, uh, you know, a lot of people say that uh, the presidential library is pretty big for one copy of Good Night Moon. <laughs> right? I got to get back to Crawford, Texas. Ah, you know, Laura's making taquitos. That's Mexican for little tacos. <laughs> Your next comedian is my second favorite Mexican in San Francisco. He is an amazing human being. He's super hilarious. He runs FDAL, Few Drinks and a Laugh. He's super funny. He has shows coming up all over the Bay Area. Put your hands together right now for Mauricio! This is my time, goddammit. Yeah, I don't know who you are. You look like an undercover cop with a mask, goddammit, you know? Damn. I was like, this guy looks like a black man. Wow. 
All right, my name is Mauricio, and my comedy sucks. My name is Josh Kahn, part two, man. That's what I like to do, man. That's what we do, yeah. Uh, I heard over. I heard earlier that someone said, like, they don't want people to die. I want you to die. I'm half indigenous. I have yet to meet a black person and a Mexican with COVID. I only meet white people with COVID. Is that fair, man? And I'm glad that you're dying. I really am. I want you to fucking die. I'm half indigenous. Oh, one, right? Last one, last one. All right, sorry. Damn, I'm getting passionate because uh, you guys got to celebrate Thanksgiving, or as I call it, thank you for taking my land, right? I'm half indigenous. I represent a tribe called Zapotec and Mistec, so we hate all of you. Every day I'm on this mic, every day I'm out there with a pistol, I want revenge, like every day. Like right now, if you're not dying from COVID, I want to give you blankets with smallpox and maybe a little AIDS, you know? That's my that's my jam, you know? I want revenge. I want revenge so bad. I am the only Mexican on this damn on this damn mic and there ain't no other, you know? Like god damn it. I'm the only one representing the mission right now. Or as we call it, la misión, you know? Yeah. But then uh, so we don't get Karen, I'm going to say the mission, right? You know? One thing I like to talk about being indigenous, man, I call it Indigenous Day Part 2. One thing that sucks about last night is, like, I wish to be thankful I need to rip the heart out of a virgin. That's it, man. I couldn't do it because everyone in Oakland who claims to be hard said that's illegal. You know? <laughs> I don't get it, man. I was like, what is this, you know? Everyone is scared, man. One thing that sucks is, like, I don't respect any of you. I hate Americans. I really do. I'm from Mexico, Mexicali, the real California. Have you guys heard of this? Before conquistadors raped us? Damn. It was beautiful, man. Mexicali is the real ghetto. I don't know about your guys' ghetto, right? It's the real ghetto. Mexicali, Mexico is so tough that the minute my, uh, I got bit by a dog and hit with a stick, and after my father put the stick down, he abandoned me. I was like, no, I can change, man. Just give me a chance. I will grow, you know? I will grow. One thing that really sucks about Mexicali, Mexico is that everybody in Mexicali, Mexico is hot and down to sleep with each other. Damn. Yeah, you guys have a weird thing called dating, right? I don't, I don't understand this. In Mexico, Mexico, a woman just grabs you to have sex with you and have 30 kids, and we build an empire, you know? <laughs> no dinner, too, man. I don't got to pay for anything, right? And I like when my friends are like, why is it so tough then, man? If everyone is hot and down to sleep with each other, why is it so tough for me? So I was like, because I want to sleep with 95% of my cousins. <laughs> and I have a chance... Because they get impressed when I bring a U.S. $20 bill. Dang, man, the family reunion is awkward, you know? Yeah. I remember I used to love to kiss my aunt on the lips, man. That was awesome. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, I guess it's for New Year's, you know? Yeah. And then jacked off, you know? Like, whatever, you know? God damn it, I still love her. Tia Lupe, forever. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember when she rubbed, like, Vicks on my chest, man. That was intimate, you know? <laughs> but I'm half indigenous, man. I also hate Mexicans. Is that weird to say? There's two types of people in Mexico. We have white people too, man. We call them Jalisco, and they root for Chivas, and we hate them every day. I'm indigenous, so we hate the people that are trying to kill us every day. The one thing that sucks about Thanksgiving and Indigenous Day is I wish that white people would let me celebrate the way I want to celebrate, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I want to get in the backyard of a white tech couple, right? And I start sending smoke signals to my friend Little John, right? Yeah, and then we start showing up with paint on our face, right? And I would love it if the white couple's like, calls the cops, like, hey, there's these weird brown people with, like, paint all over the face, and they keep doing smoke signals, and they're eating weird bread. Can you kick them off our lawn, you know? 
And I would love it if the cops like, hey, it's Indigenous Day. It's just for one day. Let it be. Right? He's like, go out there and actually eat bread with them, and then you're going to learn something new because white people are culturally stupid, you know, right? <laughs> so I would love it. He's like, what? you got to be kidding me. You're not going to kick them out. Like, go out there learn something. I would love it if they're out there like, all right, man, I was wrong. These are nice people. One day, let's eat this cornbread. This is good. And I would love it if the sea of people just broke up, right? And then in the midst of that darkness, you see me covered in blood, right? And I ripped the heart out of the virgin, and I put it up to the sun. And I'm like, Nasa man, Nasa man, Nasa man. <laughs> yeah, just so corn can grow tomorrow, you know, right? <laughs> and I would love it to that same white guy's like, they just ripped the heart out of a virgin. Kick them out now, <laughs> right? And the cop's like, was she white? No, she was brown. It's indigenous day. <laughs> All right, my name's uh, Josh Khan. Thank you. Mauricio! Find him on Facebook. He's under Mauricio Cadaza, which I think it has to do with cheese. He, his jokes are not cheesy. They're delicious and amazing. Your next comedian. Oh, I'm so excited for him. Uh, he, uh, he's recently come into my life, and every moment has been joy and beauty and light. Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeyer! Yay! Happy Friday! Oh my god, I feel like there's so many faces I don't know here, um, which is great. So let me start out with a fun fact about myself. My name is Peter, and I am saving myself for marriage! <sighs> yeah, good Christian man here. Um, you know, I'm just saving all my love for the right woman. And uh, in the meantime, I've let about 200 dudes plow me from behind. Because <laughs> I am super gay, in case that was not clear to anyone here. Uh. Yeah, I am gay. I get hit on a lot by older men. Not like your nice George Clooney Silver Fox type, no. Instead, imagine if Fisherman's Wharf were a person. <laughs> Just smells like seawater and in and out and shame. There's a prison in the background you would rather be at. I'm talking like some fairy of a geriatric who's gonna ask me on a fanciful date. <laughs> Do you wanna get mint juleps or chaperone a band trip like no dude i don't want to take a lavender bath and listen to careless whisper okay uh thanksgiving brings out the worst in everyone right <laughs> the people who piss me off the most on thanksgiving are the ones who are like i don't need one day to be thankful because i express gratitude every single day you know, you know. It's like, we get it. Your shitty little Etsy shop is about to go out of business. <laughs> I will give you a pity like for a charm bracelet if we can just move on. Uh, I, I didn't eat turkey yesterday. I actually had pot pie. Yeah, I was like, you know, 
good hearty meal. Like, doesn't need to be turkey. Something else. Something different. Uh, didn't realize I was eating a pot pie. So, uh, yeah, I got high out of my mind. I was like, where am I on the space-time continuum? Uh, yeah, so I got high. I watched gay porn, did a little... Uh, uh, uh. Um, <laughs> lot to be thankful for on that special day. Uh, uh, where did I want to go? Um, I, I've been a little stressed with work lately, but, you know, I'm trying to rise above the hardship. And uh, really create a morning mindfulness routine for myself. So, uh, you know, I wake up and I, I uh, look in the mirror. And I take a deep breath in. And then I sing the chorus from Christina Aguilera's Fighter. Like, makes me that much stronger, makes me work a little bit harder, makes me that much wiser, thanks for making me fighter. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Donate to Mutiny Radio so I can continue doing those musical stylings. Um, but yeah, no, I sing fighter, and that's like what gets me pumped up, you know? That's when I'm like, <laughs> like I'm going to solve an equation also a little behind the scenes on that uh bit my neighbor can't stand me because i keep trying to butcher those vocals okay i learned the hard way that he does not appreciate my musical talent we had a rather awkward conversation about it. he's like yeah bro can you not sing fighter at 11 30 at night I'm like sorry i have the sunday scaries <laughs> oh my god but you know what hell hath no fury like a gay man singing fighter so uh yeah i think that's where i'm gonna end it tonight thank you everyone i'm peter struckmeyer you're amazing peter struckmeyer everyone yes yes today i look like I'm dressed as a rich person and it's just costuming. This is all, everyone's giving me all, that was amazing set, Peter, yay. Your next comedian, wow. He, he, I love him so much, I've known him for years and he's a wonderful human being and you're gonna love his jokes right now. Put your hands together for Mike Bonds, yay. Yeah. Are we gonna raw dog this microphone, Pam, or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Take your mask and go, oh, like, okay. go like that and oh, okay. put it over that way. Like that. There you go. I need to stop hanging out with so many white people, y'all. I'm just, I'm just saying. This shit is crazy. <laughs> Did y'all have fun yesterday on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I know, right? We all had a good time, man. I went over to my Mexican partner's house yesterday, man. It was fun. You know, it was great. But he asked me to bring a turkey through. So, you know, I never cooked a turkey before. So I had to smack it, flip it, and rub it down. Oh no! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was one of those things yesterday. It got it got a little nasty with the turkey yesterday. That's all I'm saying. But it tasted good though. Tasted good. He called me today. They still over there partying. So after this, if y'all want to go to a Thanksgiving after party, let me know. It's going down. <laughs> I'm 
gonna get right into it. I realize I got a big ass head. Clap it up if you got a big ass head. Come on, I see some big heads in the crowd, brother. Come on now. Clap your hands, brother. <laughs> Clap your hands. You know what I'm saying? It ain't easy having this big ass head. I'm just, I need to find my big head people. That's all I'm saying, man. You know? Big head people, we always want to sit in the front row, don't we? Like this brother right here, always, you know, you know she can't see behind you, brother. You know that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know she can't see behind you, man. You know? <laughs> I went to go buy a hat the other day, and, you know, and the dude at the hat shop was like, hey, brother, it's going to be eight. It's raining or it's cold, and the animals will...